Is that good, Jack? Yeah, I can hear you. Cool. <laughs> Sound. Do you know what? Considering doing what we do, I'm the worst person on technology, like in the world. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm shocking. Like, and everyone's like, "What do you mean? Like, are your content's always dead?" And I'm like, "Yeah, but other people do that. It's not, not me. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's not me who does that. I can quite happily take a picture, all right, and video, but I'm just useless on it." The tech side is stress for sure. It's I've only done one virtual gig because I'm scared. I'm scared of the technology. Do you know what? I was going to say that because I, I, I seen a few, like I've got a few comedian mates and they kind of, at first they were a bit kind of like, oh, I'm not really sure about it. But then it got to a point where it was just like, we've just had to do it, haven't we? We've just had to do the thing over Zoom. It's like, I did a play once and it was just, it was the weirdest thing. It was just, I've not, I've not even watched it to be perfectly honest. I feel really bad saying that. But you know, when you've done it and you're like, I've done it, so I know what it was like. I, re- I watched the first one that we did. So the one that was edited together, it was just kind of like, I don't know. I, I, I just... It gets to the point where you're like, I need attention. So I'm just <laughs> going to have to do it. <laughs> I'm just going to have to bite the bullet and get it in whatever form I can. <laughs> so so first off, hello, how are we doing? Hi. <laughs> um, welcome to the podcast. I've never, I've, everything's just done over audio, to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah, that's fine. That's good. To be honest, I might use I might use the video, or I might just use little, little clips of it, and then I can okay. just. Um, but first, off, is it is it Tegan or is it Tegan? It's Tegan. Tegan, yeah. yeah. I get that a lot. Don't worry. No, no, no. Do you know what it is? My, si- my sister's called Sean. Um, like the Welsh. Right, <laughs> different name. <laughs> different name, yeah, yeah. No, but then people go like, call her Sean, and she's like, it's Sean. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's mad. It's um, I don't know. It's so I always try and like. You think you know how it's spelled or how it's said, and then you just think you best just asking, aren't you? Because you don't. I want get to... a lot of tegan. I actually, it's oh my god, sorry, it's just started hailing really heavily outside my window. What is going on? I'm still getting used to this Manchester weather. You're in, um, you're in, man, you're in money, mate. It's. Uh, I know. That's, that's a, this is <laughs> a nice day out today. This is. I know it was like it's literally like so sunny, but now it's just like, is it snowing? I d- and it's March. Anyway, um, oh, yeah. yeah. So I get a lot of a lot of tegan. It is actually supposed to be tegan traditionally I've, yeah. I've been told but no I've always been Tegan I tell people it's like vegan with a T but then they think nice. of a vegan I'm like no no no, 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 no. <laughs> I like that it's good so so how long have you been in Manchester now so I literally to the day one year oh, I wow. came here so you're literally like bloody hell brand new so I came here one year ago this is like it was a bit mad because obviously everything was just starting to hit the fan mm. um but I was, I was supposed to go on holiday like a week later with my boyfriend. And um, I was like, oh, you know, just in case anything pops off, I'm just going to come visit you for like a week. You know, yeah. I'd, I had my little suitcase. I had like a little weekend suitcase. And I got on the train to Manchester, yeah, literally one year ago. And now it's just like for a visit. And then obviously just like never left. <laughs> because it, happens, it happens to a lot of people, that I think, especially when you kind of get caught up in it around it. Obviously, it's a bit different with the scenario that's going on at the moment, but... I feel like it's one of those places that I feel bad because you've not probably you probably have experienced. Is your fella from up here then? Yeah. Yeah, but we'd literally just started dating, so we oh, started wow. going out in like yeah, it was like crunch time. So we started going out in like November 2019, and then March 2020. It was like, well, I mean, because <laughs> we can't keep doing long distance because of lockdown. So I was yeah. just like. And obviously, I would just I would just happen to be in Manchester, like visiting him. And then you know, Boris comes on telly. He's like, "Well, you can't leave the house." I was like, "Well, <laughs> guess we live together now." Yeah. <laughs> like, and I had this little suitcase that was like to last me like a week. 
and I had to live out of those clothes for like three months <laughs> and it was just like it was so and then like eventually I like we drove luckily he has a car we drove down to London got all my shit out of my house in London and then just yeah. like moved me here permanently but yeah so it was all a bit like mental <laughs> It's mad, isn't it? Like, honestly, some of the stories that are going to come out of this, like, mm-hmm. I genuinely think, like, as a creative and content creators, and I feel like just the stories are just going to be amazing. And obviously, a lot of them are true, aren't they? And especially like your own personal story. I feel like you, you just, you're going to have some great content out of this, like set wise. <laughs> I'm sure, like, just stories oh. or just like silly things that you just think, fucking hell, man, what's actually obviously, happening? Obviously, because obviously, like, I had, I had, like when we had that like brief period of freedom yeah like the good old days yeah, yeah. in like August September I was like obviously like the comedy scene started to kind of reopen a bit and I was yeah, like yeah, yeah. Well, I live here now so I need to like suss out what's, what's what and obviously I was like desperate to like get back on the scene mm. um and it was honestly it was it was so interesting to see how different it is from London and it was like yeah. it was so cool because everyone was just so nice and it was like literally I was like this random person who like no one knew and obviously yeah. everyone kind of like it's such a small circuit up here like everyone in Manchester I feel like everyone knows each other and I was kind of yeah. here and I was like who yeah. is this girl but like everyone was so nice and I literally mm-hmm. just like made all these friends in the space of like a month and I just yeah like there's the st- I mean already have, like stories so like this is crazy <laughs> do you know what it is it's like you say it's um it, it is a, a smaller community up here um obviously because Manchester's a smaller city, but I think um, creatively it just is. And, you know, I, like, I remember when I first started acting, I had to go down to London because obviously there, was, there wasn't there was much up here apart from like Corrie and stuff like that. So mm. all my jobs were down in London. I used to love it. Do you know what I mean? I go down, I've got family and friends down there. And mm. last last year was the first year I never went to London. And it was so weird because like, I always look forward to going to London to work. And then I come back and you know, my base is up here and I love, you know, I love being from Manchester and I'm proud from being up here. And it's, um, but it is, it's a lot smaller community, but it's, it is great that because you, it's kind of a little bit more tight knit and yeah, everyone's I very that. supportive, but I'm sure it's the same with the, with, with the comedy scene as well. Cause I, again, I think like anything in it, it's like, you've got to be pretty nuts to do what we do. So I feel like we're kind of all weird and wonderful people, aren't we? And then you kind of just get together and then it's like, Oh, like you think like I think, or, you might think a little bit different, but you you're on the same lines, or you're chasing the same Definitely. dreams. So you get what I'm trying to do. It's like, and it is very yeah. supportive. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so much more supportive up here than in London. Like, don't get it wrong. Like, there are obviously people who are still really nice in London. I made yeah, loads yeah, of, of great friends doing comedy in London, but it's just like you don't really get the opportunity to mm. build those relationships with people in London because when you're starting out, like I am in comedy, like I'm still fairly new to it all, and um you know you're you're still like you have to you have to have a bringer that's such a big thing in London is like bringers so you have to bring a friend with you to be in the audience to be able to perform like at a lot of these nights because they're like oh well we we can't guarantee there's going to be an audience unless we all bring people so you're kind of like at the show but you're like sat with your mate in the audience so you're kind of sat with them so you don't really get to chat to I mean you do you do obviously chat to people but it's not the same like you don't get like a separate green room experience whereas in Manchester like you could be like it could be like your first gig and they'll still treat you like you're a proper act and they're like yeah oh, we sat together all the acts all the comedians will be sat together in a green room or like just in a separate area you'll all be like sat together chatting you get all your drinks paid for like even if like you, they can't pay you like they're like oh we'll make sure that you're taken care of like you can get drinks yeah. or like that just does not happen in London. In London, it's just like, right, you've got to pay for your own drink. You've got to bring a mate with you. It's yeah, just, yeah. it's so stress. Whereas, yeah. It's, like, it's, it's funny, man. It's, I feel, 
It is. Oh, God, yeah. I've just noticed the hail. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's bad, isn't it? It'll be sunny in a bit. Don't worry about it. It's, that, <laughs> it's stopped here. Come I was going to say, that is one thing coming up to Manchester. You need a good coat and an umbrella mm-hmm. and you're sweet. Like, apart from that, you, you're dancing. Um, yeah, my first gig in Manchester was outdoors, obviously, mm-hmm. because of the restrictions. And it was fucking freezing. It was in the Great Northern cold, Building. Man. You know, like in oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful though, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's nice. so nice. But obviously, we were, it was almost like we were in a wind tunnel because we were like. Oh, in the it is, isn't it? And do you know what? I know exa- exactly where you mean. I filmed so there I mean, a few times. It's it is literally like a bottleneck, isn't it? Just outside, wind yeah. So we're all the audience. It was like at first, it was like great. Everyone sat there. But then as the night went on and it got dark and it got colder, it was like mm. literally we were in a wind tunnel and it's fucking freezing. And I was like on right near the end, and I felt like everyone was just like over it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Listen, me and it actually went all right at the end so it was yeah it was a great time so so, so what made what made you want to get into to comedy into stand-up because obviously it's quite a it's a it's a tough gig you know like it's it's um it's not yeah it's obviously so what what was it was it just kind of something that you so I feel like I, I yeah I, I was always like terrified of doing I did just something I never considered doing because I was just like oh my god that's that's terrifying like why would you put yourself through that um I think like growing up I was like my brother is quite like we've always been (laughs) like we're we're both funny Uh, but my brother was always like you should stand up you're really funny like Mm. he does comedy as well but he does more like scripted stuff he like does like sketches um and he's like a uh director and stuff so he like he likes to shoot a lot of video content and like write comedy stuff and he's very like into all that but he ne- he's never really into stand-up so I didn't really know much about stand-up um but he was like oh you should do it because you're really confident and you've got like the personality blah blah and I was like okay but I just never really thought about doing it I didn't know how you even started doing it I just did not even consider it um but then so my ex-boyfriend was what he got me into it, actually because he's he was doing stand-up he's kind of moved away from it now he does more like uh scripts and stuff he does more writing but mm. at the time he was doing stand-up and I went to go watch him perform at uh the Cavendish Arms in London which is like the Cav as people call it they have this mm. night called Comedy Virgins which is like where okay. everyone had their first gig basically oh, um nice. and it's like a monthly thing and it's like it is a bringer but it's actually like a really good night because there's always like a decent amount of, it's, it's kind of like no people like kind of love it or hate it because it's like there's like 20 acts on in one night everyone has five yeah. minutes and there's like 20 acts so it's like the longest night ever it finishes yeah, at like long, but like because it's like 20 acts and it's a ringer there's always at least like 40 people in the room so it's like a decent size yeah yeah, yeah. it's definitely crowd. a daunting first like, gig but good yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. For your first gig, it's like decent, but so I went to go watch it perform, and um, obviously there was like twenty people, other people performing, and some people it was like their first ever gig, mm. and I'm not gonna lie, there was a lot of shit people that night. Like mm. there was a lot of shit people, like bobbing, and I was like, oh, this is cringe. But like, no one cared. Like no one was heckling them. It was just a bit yeah. like it was a bit awkward, but it was like a really, really nice supportive crowd, and I was like. I'm not being funny. Well, I mean, hopefully I am, but I was like, oh, I am better than these people. <laughs> I was like, I could do better than him. I could do better than all these hoes. So I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to go for it. Because <laughs> I was like, look, if they can do it, I can fucking do it. And then, yeah. So yeah, my ex was like, look, this is how you sign up. They like, send me the link. And I was like, cool, did it. Um, and they have this thing at the cab called the mini gold plastic trophy. Mm. So after you, after everyone's performed, the people who they like the most, they like, bring up on stage and have like a clap off and a cheer off yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a little competition 
Anyway, so I did my first gig and I won the trophy. Yeah. And I was like, sick. oh my God. I was like, I'm going to be on live with the Apollo. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I am. Did it go to you? And yeah, you're just like, I'm famous. Honestly, I was like, I am the next big thing in comedy. I'm <laughs> 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 winning this fucking Poundland trophy. And I was like, this is it. It's my moment. Amazing. And then I came back there again, like a few months later, a couple months later, I was like, I'm going to do it again. It's obviously like, I'm it. I am the moment. Yeah. And they came back and then fucking died on my ass. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Awful. It was so embarrassing because my brother's best friend was actually watching that night and he's like, he's like, I want to say his favourite, he's like a battle rapper and like, he's quite well known. And he was like in the audience, I'm watching me just die on my ass. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, don't judge me. Um, but I still somehow, I was like, well, do you know what? I was like, I did the exact same material. And the first night it was amazing. The second night it was shit. But I was like, it's just so, I just realised how subjective it was. And I was like, do you know what? If I had a good night, I can have a good night again. So then I just, yeah, just kept going. And That's yeah, quality. I feel like that's it, it. It's such an important message that, and I think people, you know, I think you've obviously it. It probably was like first, first up, and you did really well. But it's normally the other way around, and it? it's normally you bomb, and then you think, oh, actually. So it's quite, it's quite funny when you have like the success thing. It's pro- it's similar to myself when the first kind of big job I ever did was a, a modelling gig for like Man City, and Ooh. it was like it was it, I'd never done anything before, so that it was like I'd gone from nothing to like up there like I've made it and baked all this stuff and then <laughs> come back down and do another shoot and it's like nothing there you don't get you know you're not getting paid oh you got you know you're treated like shit whatever and it was such a like you say start reality to it all but it was it was almost just kind of like you get the bug don't you and you're just like oh I enjoy I really enjoy this it's not about that shit it's about the performing side of it and yeah. like say make, you know make performing making people laugh it's funny that there was a there's a there's a famous one in, in Manchester um, called, my head's gone, um, The Frog and Bucket, Frog sorry. Yeah. yeah. And it was, uh, we went to a comedy night and I was doing a music video that that day. And it was like big thing. And my, well, like my brother had bought us tickets for like for Christmas to all meet up and because he lives away. And we were like, oh, we'll all meet there and we'll go to a comedy night. And I was like, that's such a good good idea for us to go out and go to a comedy night and do something. And I remember watching it, it was a similar thing. It was just that finger going, I've always wanted to do comedy, but again, it's very difficult when you're doing acting and modeling and all that stuff because it's again, it, it's a craft and you've got to spend time on it, haven't you? And it's not you can't just rock up and be think you're funny. Yeah, people say, "Oh, you're funny, you should do it," and it's like it's very hard to do that. It's, it's a, you know, I've got a massive respect for comedians because you know it's one of the hardest things to do, and, and again, it's easy when you you're doing a comedy sketch because you've got a script, you've got you know, yeah, you can edit it to for certain punchlines certain kind of bits where you're like well I know people are going to laugh at that because it's just it is funny or whatever mm. stand-ups are entirely like you say different thing in it where it's yeah, like it's your it's perspective you. it's different each time you're in the spotlight it's you um but yeah it, going back to that like that was the plan like last year it was like I said to myself it was like I'm going to do a stand-up gig and it's not to be like oh I'm going to be a comedian now it's just more mm. I need to do that because it's the fear, you know, when you want to do yeah. something in it. And was that what it was it. like for you? We like, I've got to do this because I want to do it. I'm scared to do it, but that's it. Like, that's the the point. It's like I've got to do it because. And now, like you say, it's what you do now, isn't it? It's it gives you so much confidence just in mm. life. I feel like even if like it's not about like being famous. It's just even just no. now at work and stuff like public speaking or anything. I'm just like, oh, so I could do anything now. Now I've done that. Yeah. Once you've done a, a horrendous gig, you're just like. Right, nothing could be worse than that. It's the only way is up from here. <laughs> like, 
it yeah. really isn't it when you've got when you've got it's different like because I've done a couple of plays and stuff and it's been a long time since I've done them but it's that that's why I wanted to do the stand-up thing because it's that like you say it's going on stage it's it's that live I miss that live thing where it's you know when you when it's on film like say it's edited you, you get in all the fancy things on it and filters and all yeah, that shit, and it's like box. you know what I mean whereas live there and then that audience like you say sometimes it can be good sometimes it can be bad something could have happened that day where a new bit of information or a new story and you think fuck it I'm going to run with that or something might have happened in the green room like you say or like you say all the material that you the have audience, like, yeah exactly like that's hilarious like yeah. <laughs> yeah that's why a good MC is amazing because they'll, yeah, set the and they'll speak to people and then like they'll get those little bits of information out of the audience for you that you can then play on and then that's yeah. that's gold the guy, the guy who did it at the Frog, I can't remember his bloody name now. I'm terrible. He has a podcast with um, oh, what's he called, man? He was he was amazing. And you know when you think like, I, I feel like that's it when you when you're creative or you you kind of look at things in a bit of a different. Obviously, I was an audience member then, and I could appreciate it because it was I could just watch and enjoy. But I really appreciated the MC because it's like that job is so difficult and also like you, you're mm-hmm. coming in you're coming out obviously you're very good at what you do because you, that's why you're the MC. um but yeah picking little bits with the audience the interactions um you know if someone's not necessarily done too well he didn't bury him do you know what i mean he was very yeah, much supportive mm. yeah it was it was just that's the thing that again it's that camaraderie it's that togetherness it's like it's obviously you can be brutal as well in comedy and that's what's why i love comedy it's, you know you can talk about subjects and taboo things but at the heart of it, I think most people are good people in comedy. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's almost like the misfits type of thing. Um, I find that with, like, say, a lot of creators who I work with and we're all, like, say, chasing our dreams and trying to do our thing. It's um, it's a weird and wonderful world. Do you know what I mean? Lovable like, misfits. That's yeah, definitely it. Definitely. <laughs> it's, uh, so, you know, with, um, like, the sketches, because I looked yeah. at... Because, obviously, basically, the, the whole reason why I've kind of seen, seen it was because... Haskell, James Haskell tw- tweeted your fi- or Insta- Instagram post your meme and then I the seen meme. you go you, I seen you just go yeah that's my meme and I was just like I like this girl I was just like I like her because I'm mad for that you know when people don't credit people it pisses yeah. me off because it's like people gave me so much shit for that they were like uh, who do you think you are like it's a nah, meme. don't know how it works I, it's, it's say if I if I've done it where I model for someone or if I act for someone or if I took the picture it was more when I started taking the picture because it was a mm. bit kind of like, oh, yeah, I've like someone's modelled or whatever you're doing, but it's like I took that picture. And that's it's the legit. Same with you. I feel like that is fair. I feel like people expect that. They're like photography, mm. yeah, you credit mm. that. But they're like, this is a beat. Like you literally just like wrote yeah. some captions on some screenshots from Mean Girls. Like, who do you think you are? And I was just like, yeah, but I like it's just annoying when people. And then people were like, when it's someone like James Haskell, it's someone who's like got a huge. But obviously, like if it's just like your mate from work who shared it on their Instagram story, I don't give a fuck. They don't have to credit yeah. me. Yeah. Who are <laughs> at the end of the day? But when it's like James Haskell or DJ Fat Tony, who I didn't even know existed until I he fucking posted by me without crediting me, yeah. and I was just. It's like these big people who have like yeah. huge, have all these like celebrities following them, and they have like a huge mm. following. I'm like, you don't know what that means to someone. Like, if you literally just mm. tagged my name, like, like that would change my, well, not change my home, change my life, but like that would make a huge difference because that's a I lot of exposure so, yeah. for someone who's yeah, yeah. trying to like get out there, like, and who are like creating content. Like, you don't realize the platform you have. All you have to do is just tag my name, and then that would like 
that would just open so many doors or that would just give me so many like more of a much bigger audience like you just don't mm. know how, how much that can change something so when it was like these big pages or if I saw it in like a group and like loads of people were commenting on it I was like well, hang on. Like, I'm, can you just tag my name? Like, it's, it's not that difficult. It's, it's, like, do you know what I mean? If it was, if it was really difficult and dead hard work, you'd be a bit like, okay, I understand. It's literally tagging your name in it. It's not, even, yeah. and also it's that I feel like it's becoming a bit of a a new way of the world, and with, with social media and how it's changed everything. And it's like this is what we're we're losing a little bit now. It's like we're we're losing kind of giving credit to people who like you say that like that mm-hmm. again it's your meme do you know what I mean and it's also like that was your idea it's funny do you know what I mean like it's not yeah. it's not like you're asking for a buddy a thousand pound or like you say to like put everyone on it but how nice, yeah how nice would have been like yo this girl's hilarious that's the way I look at it I was just thinking she's dead funny and then I looked on you, you looked at your sketches and then I seen the bin sketch and it was crazy <laughs> honest, so honest to god though I was laughing because it's like like when I've lived with people, it's like, especially my mate. I, I was, I'm just gonna send it to my mate Mika. Um, she's like, she's like a singer, and I was joking that like, when it, I always used to take her bins out for her, and it would be like, <laughs> it was like a joke. It was like a running joke. Do you know what I mean? And then I went, I went yeah. like to do it, and it's just that thing of you know when you're just like, oh, you've captured something so, just situation comedy where it's just like that's perfect. Do you know what I mean? And it's the exact same with the meme. It's like. I think that's what's so funny about having having that sense of humour and that kind of like you say. Obviously, you just, that's when straight away I didn't know you, never met you before, but already I'm like, I'm a fan of you because you're funny and I get your sense of humour. And it's it's daft out in a meme or a sketch, and you think, oh, it's it's um yeah. I just thought they were brilliant. I, thought, I thought that's funny because I thought that was literally like the least funny thing I've ever done because I the whole idea for it came because I don't know if you ever watched the cabins on ITV that was what it was like taking the piss out of ah um, right okay because the title used to come up right and it was like the formatting of the text was really weird and me and my boyfriend were watching me say the bins because like the C and the A of cabins like was smaller and we're like yeah. the bins <laughs> because I was like oh my god this is really funny this concept like the bins and it's like the cabins oh. but the bins and then that was how it all came but literally the whole video that video is like what like 30 seconds long I was literally just like I made it in like 20 minutes and I was just, like this is dumb as shit and like that didn't even do that well. I didn't think anyone even found that funny. But that's so yeah, that's really nice to hear. Thank you. No, but that's that's that, to me like that's what comedy isn't it? You'll do something and and not just comedy, but in general, like you'll do something where people will find funny. Like I did a um, a sketch with my mate, and like he's he's like a serious actor type of thing. And then we did this comedy sketch for his show reel to you know to show like oh I can do comedy. And then we put it out and you don't, like you say, you just, you do things, don't you? And then you kind of forget about it. It's on to the next one and it's the next sketch or the next, you know, act or whatever. Mm. And like a lot of people were like, God, like you, you're dead funny. And it was just like, all right, cheers. And they were like, oh, we didn't know you did that. We just thought you did serious stuff. And it's like, mate, like I love being like, yeah, do you know what I mean? I was a bit kind of like, oh, right. And they were like, you should do more stuff like that. And then you think like, yeah, I should, I should be doing more stuff like that. It's like, that's yeah. what I enjoy doing. Like, I've, that's my sense of humor. Anyway, I'm always being silly and being daft. It's that's what makes me happy. But I feel like you, you get caught, don't you? <laughs> that's never been an option for me. I was like, I always watch some of these girls that are like their Instagram is really like aesthetic and like they post all these like nice pictures of them and cute outfits. Very like there's like a visual and they're like really artsy and they. Yeah. But like I just oh I can't do that. I was like actually do you know what I just I can't be asked. I don't have the vision. I don't have the eye. I don't. I'm not very good at just like looking cute. I was like, I need to just do something. I, that's all I can do is just 
be funny and make people laugh. That's that's what I get the most joy out of. So yeah. I'm just being an attention whore, basically. <laughs> um, like, because that was the last thing, like, I, when me and my brother were young, we went to, like, drama school. So we had that kind of, like, theatre background. Um, okay, so what, 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 um, hold on. So what, what drama school did you go to? What? It wasn't like, okay, I say drama, I'm not talking like Raza. Like I didn't go to drama school. I went like, oh, do you mean like, like a, a school? Ah, oh, right. So okay. actually, do you know the comedian Helen Bauer? No, no, neither no. But anyway, oh, she's, she's doing really well. Like she's like, she's smashing it. But she, so she is also from my hometown. Her mum, she talks a lot about this in her comedy. Her mum ran a drama school in okay. Fleet, which is where I grew up uh, in Hampshire. And it's like small town. And her mum like started this drama school. And um, yeah, so me and my brother were both went to it. My brother was in the older class with Helen, and that's they kind of started doing like comedy stuff together. And then Helen went off doing stand up. But anyway, so we were all like in this drama school together. And yeah, like it was. I obviously like when we were like eighteen, we left home. We like stopped going to it. But um, yeah, like we would do a lot of like we'd enter these like drama festivals which were like these competitions and um yeah it was it was like very intense it was, it was like in like Woodley like in Berkshire like in this like town hall it was like such bullshit but it was just we would take it so seriously and we'd like enter all these different categories and I remember like one weekend I won the versatility award because oh, no. I, I did like this mime and I did this like poetry recital and I did this like comedy like duologue sketch thing and it was just all, all happening and then they were like wow you've really shown us like every side of you and I was like but do you know what I, was, like, I didn't care about like poetry and that serious stuff I just wanted yeah. to do like the funny stuff yeah and, uh, that's where it's, it all came from probably that's quality I think it's, it's funny in it when you like you say things that like I, I never went to, to drama school I do anything like that and it's like I was, a, I was a PE teacher. I did sport. Sport wow. was always my thing. Yeah, yeah. Like just that was, that's all I wanted to do. It was all I was really good at. But I remember like I always wanted to do performance stuff, but I kind of never got the, the the chance. It was not like, it was just, like where I'm from, it's just not really a thing. There was a couple of like places you could go do it, but it just wasn't, especially for a lad, it just wasn't a thing. It just yeah. wasn't. Um, and then I went to college and, it was there that's when I kind of was like the drama department were mint and like the teachers were fantastic and they kind of were really they challenged you and kind of put you in a thing where it was like oh you can do this and she was clever like my my teacher again it's people who like you say you don't realize at the time and they have these influence on you and they see something in you and they bring it out of you and then you realize like oh actually like oh that's what I should be doing and it but again it takes a lot of finding yourself and all that stuff but it, it takes a lot of bravery from you from yourself in it and especially for you I, like I, I do a proper commend you because me, trying to make people laugh is one of the hardest things to do like it's just and I'm sure people will be like oh well tell me a joke then or oh, do you know what I mean and you know you just like mate it's not 1930 like I'm not I'm not got like a wheel of jokes that I just have you know you've got you you've got your you you know your script and your text of what you do but again if you're it's Again, I think it's just it's just how you are, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think yeah. it's just how you bring that across for yourself. So it's um so have you so during lockdown, have you kind of been writing a lot and doing sketches, or has it kind of just been having a bit of time to yourself to kind of figure it all out? Or a bit of both. I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm pretty sure I had like a quarter life crisis. I had a breakdown. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think everyone did, you know. Honestly, I'm not even joking. I think everyone so did. So I obviously have like am I. I, I kind of started questioning like my path in life because I was like like you I'm like I wish I'd actually gone properly to drama school like when I was 18 obviously like left home stopped going to like the local place 
and then went to uni did like a degree in English and creative I did creative writing but yeah I wasn't like performing I didn't join like the drama society or anything like that like I yeah. kind of I wish I'd done that I wish I'd actually pursued that more but I was a bit like oh I need to get a serious job so yeah during lockdown I was like I was on furlough from my from my day job my normal like office job um and I was just like oh my god I don't want to go back and I was like oh god oh shit my employers don't listen to this but I was like what am I doing in my life like I want to be like a performer like what am I doing um so yeah I started like I start, actually started writing a sitcom because I was like really nice. interested in that. And I was really inspired by people like Daisy May Cooper. And, yeah. and uh, I was like, oh, like, that's, that's, that's what I want to do. Like, and like Staffletts Flats. And I was like, oh, that's so great. Like they just wrote the sitcom and it happened, which obviously is like, I mean, it's like gold dust. That's, that is very unlikely. It's actually very difficult to make that happen. But I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to learn more about uh, sitcom writing. So I've just finished uh, a sitcom writing course. Um, oh, and working on that. Uh, and then yeah just writing a bit more stand-up and then obviously there was that brief period where I could perform so I was kind yeah. of doing that um but yeah I, I guess I have actually been writing more like yeah like sitcom stuff than than mm. stand-up I think because I can't go out and immediately practice the jokes yeah it doesn't give me as much inspiration to like want to write them so mm. I think when things open up again I'm probably gonna like there's like a bit of new stuff that I've written but I'm probably just gonna mostly do like the tried and tested stuff to like get back on it yeah um but yeah so yeah mostly actually just been uh by figuring out how to write scripts and stuff because that's something I'd never done before and I was like really interested by it. So it's it's really it's really interesting you say that it's something that like I've had to do myself. It's um you know you get to a point when you know you're doing other people's stuff and then it kind of you realise like hang on a minute I've got some good ideas myself and and also it's something it's a passion that you want to do. But then you think like oh it is actually different. Like normally I just get a script, I'll read it and it'd be like, oh that's really good or not really interested in that or writing it is a totally different skill um i've got one of my mates amy um she she's like a proper script writer do you know what i mean she writes for Korean stuff and she did she did english and then she got into that and then you know i've got massive respect for her because it's i think people just think oh it's dead easy that you're just writing down what happens and it's 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 so it's difficult so like the, hard. it's um I've, i got recommended a book actually by um doug ellen like a really good writer and director um he did like entourage and all stuff like that and it, Robert McKee's story is really like it's yeah. really good, really good book. It's um again, it's but this is part of it, isn't it? It's working on your craft. It's constantly trying to teach yourself stuff. And I think the the one bit for yourself and probably I'm similar to you is the performance bit and the the acting bit. We can do yeah. that. We know that it's the the writing side of it. It's spending the time writing it down. It's um it's. Again, it's an art form. It's it's it a really real it's, it's a real so skill, and you've just got to practice it, haven't you? You've just got to. Keep... Yeah, I think the writing is obviously like the main. Well, I guess it is fifty fifty, but like with stand up, like the writing is so important. And um, mm. I don't know if you saw recently that uh, stand up to cancer, stand up and deliver thing where they taught the celebrities how. Do you know to... what? Honestly, I don't watch any telly. Like I don't, oh and that God, was the one. That was the one thing I watched. It was random. <laughs> you did? Like, oh. I walk past it. Anything with stand up, I'm always just like, oh. I quite like and then I'm sure there are more shows about it but I feel like they need to do like an like um like X Factor but with like comedians like mm. a competition kind of reality I show feel like, like I feel like a do- I'm dead into documentaries like I'm making a documentary at the moment and me and my mate like we're, we're trying to make more I really think like the journey of a stand-up is is really interesting yes. like I feel like the um well maybe we'll do one on you and that'll that's <sighs> what we'll do we'll we'll do we're just like it's uh but no it's true <laughs> in it it's such um I feel like if people actually 
kind of understood it. Like I say, people just think, oh, they've smashed it. They're on live at the Apollo or whatever. And it's like, mm. well, no, they've done a hundred. And it's the same with like acting or whatever. Like you yeah. see a big film, but you're like, they've done a hundred thousand auditions. They've been told no, you know, they've bombed. They've, you know, oh. might have had a bit of success here and there. But again, it's up and down. It's up and down. It's not just like one, you know. Yeah, it's, so, it's so hard. And stand-up's one of those things that's like, it's actually one of the art forms that's probably the most accessible because there are so many like open mic nights and it's just like anyone can sign up and for a lot of like the, and well, it was in London, there were a lot of nights where it's like, I mean, they're probably quite shit, but like places like Comedy Virgins where you could just literally sign your name up and just go up and do it and then mm. build on it from there. And like, yeah. but yeah, like it's just, that's the thing, like, if it's these clubs close down now, like it's just, we need them. Like that's where mm. you start out and that's yeah. like giving you like, it makes you feel like you're actually doing something and you're actually like mm. working towards something, which I think is like so important. So yeah, I mean, I hope, I hope a lot of the venues can survive. <laughs> the it's, pandemic. It, it's grassroots, isn't it? At the end of the day. And mm. it's like, whatever you look at in, in any, in society, in any form, whether it's sport, whether it's the arts, um, it is, it's so, it's so vital. These places exist and are supported and are get and are backed and, I think that's been one of the big things with with everything that's happened. You, I, I feel like myself, like I've got a lot of friends in the industry, people and people I've met, whether it's musicians or, like I say, actors, comedians, writers, whatever it is. You know what I mean? Artists, basically. And I think people have kind of cottoned on now, like, oh wow, like they're so important to our society. Like they they make us laugh, they make us cry, they make us think. If the, if we if we've not got a place to to learn the craft if, if we haven't been to even if you have been to drama school or whatever your first gig's going to be there or your first like music mm. video or whatever like you you know putting on a film it's it's in those local independent places where again it's not it, it never is a, we say it all the time me and my friend like we're not in this for like fame I talk, it's not about it's never been about that it's just about having our creativity kind of given a outlet, chance do you know what yeah. I mean and having an outlet do you know what I mean yeah and somewhere you can fail and it's fine because yeah and it's not yeah, yeah you're not ridiculed or you're like you're supported like you say by comedians or it's fellow actors and it's like when you have an audition it's the exact same you're mm. in a room you everyone's shitting it you go in you do what you're doing you come out and everyone's just looking at you like well done mate like, do you know what I mean I like that was really no, no matter good how it goes, like, well done, well done. <laughs> yeah, like, that was really good and then in your head you're just kind of like Oh, I failed there, I bottled it. And I'm sure it's the same when you've done a set, like, oh, I missed mm. that punch. Oh, I, I should have paused there or... I oh, honestly, every time. Like, even if like, it goes really well, mm. I'll come off and I'll be like, oh, that was shit. I'm like, oh, yeah. that that thing, I missed this. And everyone's like, what are you talking about? Like, that was so good. Like, everyone's laughing. And I'm like, mm. yeah, but I did this bit differently or I should have done this. Or, like, I'll always video it and then watch it back and be like, oh my God, no, that, that bit was wrong. Like, I, mm. yeah, I think, yeah, I think a lot of people are their own worst critic. Oh, it's so nice to have other people there and like because obviously you are doing it alone but then at the same time like you do meet a lot of the same people and you make so many friends doing it mm. and everyone's so like because yeah we're all going through the same thing and everyone's just like so supportive mm. like in all the groups and stuff like this never happened to me in London but in Manchester it's like I've only met like a handful of people but yeah they've still been so nice even if, mm. and some people I've like never met before but they've just like spoken to me on social media like, other women because there are mm. that is the thing about Manchester and the comedy circuit up north there's just so fewer women and um, mm. so like the women like reached out to me even if I've never gigged with them they're like oh my god I can't wait to gig with you like I yeah I can't wait to meet you and like even the, the guys have been like so supportive about it. so I did that first gig that was at the uh, Lion's Den bar in the fucking wind tunnel um, <laughs> and the guy who was emceeing that 
So the next day I went to this like stand up, uh, like a sign up and show up sort of thing. You, you show up and go up. So you just sign your name and then you just go up and practice. And it was one of those yeah. things like, it was just like flooded with comedians all like desperate to go back on the circuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted to sign my name up and the guy running it, I was like, oh yeah, my friend Dan told me about you. He was emceeing last night. Like, oh yeah, you're that girl. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm already like, making connections. Already, like, yeah, that's it. You've oh, already got yeah. that. I know that I made friends with people and then like, I would see the same people around and like, I was like already having this like, like I had like a handful of friends that like, I just made in like a couple of weeks. I was mm. like, oh my god, like I've already got mates. Like this was just yeah. never happened in London because we could actually sit and talk to each other at gigs, and that just never happens. So and then that now, like if stuff gets posted on Facebook groups, being like, oh, I need like a female act for this, whatever, and then like they'll all tag me, like, oh, Tegan, like she's great, and I'm like, that's so good. It's that really nice, yeah, yeah. It's mm. it's so nice to hear that, like you're being supported, and um, and again, it's you know, especially being, you know, a female comedian, you know, it's the the old, you know, absolute boss, like, oh, women aren't funny. And I always laugh at that because I'm like, one, you've not met any <laughs> women in my family, but like, I, some of the funniest people I know are women, like, genuinely, like, and they should be doing stand up, but they don't. But it's, it's great to see, like, you said, like, again, didn't know, didn't, we didn't know each other. We never met. I just feel you're funny, senior sketch. Oh, that's really funny. And it was just like, do you know what? I need to get more females on my podcast because I've got I've had a couple like I've had me I've had me nan on I've had uh, a I've, I've, yeah she's sick it's the best podcast she just drops knowledge on everyone it's sick it's like little old Welsh lady she's top um, I had that, that drama teacher who I who again I wouldn't be doing what I was doing if it wasn't for her and I've got a lovely lady called Joey who I'm, who I'm going to be doing one with at the end of the month and it was that thing for me I was like you you realize and you think oh I need to even though my podcast predominantly is listened to by men I feel like it's so important now to, like you say, to hopefully people who listen to this will go and check you out and be like, oh, shit, shit, I remember. And then hopefully we'll see your journey now. And it's, it's again, it's a it's a positive thing for me. It's like, and especially in Manchester, it is a thing. Like, I am very proud of that. Like, I feel like we do support. You're an adopted monk now anyway. So, like, you're one of <laughs> us. So you're in now. You're in the, you're in the gang. But it, it's so nice to hear that, like you say, you get in you're getting support and you're getting put on to things. I feel like it's, it is very much like that in the, in the community. Here. It's very much like, it, I don't know if I, if I can't do something, but like, Oh, well go check him out. Or mm. also I've done it where it's like, if I know I'm not right for a part, it'd be like, you need to get finger or get them to do it or get them yeah. to be involved in it. It's, it's, it, it's hard to say. It's very, you know, it's all the, the, the Northern Southern thing, like the divide, but it's, I feel like because I've worked down there and I've got friends and family down there, I do get it. And I'm sure you you get it because you're a southerner and you've moved up north. Like, there is a difference. There just is. Like, it's just... There it's, so is. I'm sorry. It's like, oh, it's so much friendlier up here. I'm yeah, so, like, people are just... Like, people just sure? genuinely... I always tell this story and it proper makes me, like, giggle because it, it, it literally reminds me. It was, like, my first job in, in, like, London. And I went and got the tube and, bless them, my cousin Andrea, like, wrote wrote down like all the you know the tube lines to go on and it's it's like a minefield going down there and it's oh, yeah, just it's yeah. like everyone's fast paced you know it, it was a real kind of like eye opener to me because you think oh I'm I'm an actor and I've gone down to London you know what I mean and it's like that's so nice just, to have that feeling like you're on holiday like I, I can't yeah, wait to go back and be like I'll, oh I'm in London <laughs> yeah it's such a it's such a treat like I genuinely do like I get the train down it's you know again it's different now because I've done it for so many years but I still look forward to it but the first time it was like it was a big thing, do you know what I mean? It was a bit, it was a big, big thing. And I remember getting on the getting on the tube, uh, and this this old lady come on. So I've just straight away, instinctly, all right, love, do you want to sit down here? And yeah. she just looked at me and she was like, 
she was like, fucking hell, you can tell you're from up north, can't you? And I just was like, what? Like, I proper couldn't. You're too couldn't... nice. She, yeah, do you know what I mean? I remember like all these blokes in suits and the papers and they all just looked at me like, you, you know what I mean? Like, you prick, like, what, who do you think you are? And it yeah. would, you know, when you're just like, that's just a standard. One, it should just be yeah. done. But two, yeah. it's like, but she was laughing and we had a really good chat and she was like, like good luck with everything. Like, I'm sure you'll smash oh, it. And it was that. just, it was such a... Um, it was such a like I say I always think of it like very funny. It was a it was a kind of a an eye opener to London, but it was it made me realise that oh there is a difference because you you hear about it all the time and then you actually do it and then you're like oh yeah and again it's not it's not slagging southerners off it's not it's just for me it's the thing of it's just hustle and bustle down there. It's, it's just, just so pe- different. people have got shit to do down there where it's a bit more chill pace. Oh my God. Up there. In London, it's more... just like down the way, ain't got time. I mean, I was yeah. upset. I literally mm. was like, I can't walk in the street. Like, I, was, I was angry all the time because mm. I was always like, move in my head. I was like, like I, I was just always in a rush, always in a rush. Um, I was just rushing around everywhere all the time. And then now I'm here, I'm just like, obviously it's lockdown. But I was just like sat on my ass. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm actually like just putting on weights. I'm just not walking around. I'm just not walking around the tube all the time, going up and down the fucking escalators yeah. and stairs. It is though, isn't it? It's, around. It, the, the, it's a million miles an hour down there. And, and I find when I come back up, I have to have like a day where I'm just kind of like, oof, just breathe. Like, because I normally go down yeah. for one or two days or I'll go down for a week. I'll have like, I'll book a job and then it'll be like, right, I'll do, I'll try and get meetings in or I'll try and catch up with people. Do you know what I mean? I've got, like I say, I've got a lot yeah. of friends and family down there. So again, I always look, always look forward to it in my head when I get a job I'm always like oh right who can I catch up yeah, with it, it's so go, big as well saying, who's put me up <laughs> yeah that's it mate it's it's, it's literally it's, yeah. it's like I couldn't afford to stay down there I'm so grateful to have friends and family and, and bless them they're always like mate we'd love to have you and have a catch up and it's um like I say I can't wait to go back down I genuinely can't me and my mate yeah, have been planning it already like he lives outside of London now but he said oh I'll get the train in We'll go down, take the cameras, you know, just have a catch up, go and, you know, just go and have a little bit of a mooch around. And um, yeah, I'm excited. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm very, very much looking forward to being it able to travel. It's like you go on holiday, doesn't it? Like, mm. it is just so different, but it's true about like Northerners just being so much more open and more just like, it's just normal to just have a chat. Like, mm. so my grandparents are actually from Manchester. So, like, it is a little bit in my blood. Um, oh, you're the man, mate. You're, you're in. I like, my dad was born in Wivenshaw, so I'm like... Oh, sweet, you're deaf oh, well, mate. You're, you're, in, you're an adopted man. So I'm like, I'm basically it. But yeah. my, <laughs> my grandparents are like the Northerners, like my, well, my grandma and especially like... So they live, like, they actually live in France now. And they like oh, spend, nice. spend half the year, like, in America and half the year in France. Oh, and then um, they're just all they're just living that life now. They were just, just living like, a dream. That, that, that literally is my dream, that I'm having line. Like, that is the dream. Literally, they're, like, starting from Oldham now, we're here. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't, yeah. <laughs> so they're, like, living well, the best Oldham as well, Oldham. <laughs> I know, honestly. But now they're just, like, they're just living the best life. And they're, like, they just, everywhere they go, they're just chatting to people. Like, they're, they're always, make, I'm like, you have too many friends. Like, how can you have that many friends? But they're literally just, like, oh, we're going, so we're going on a road trip. We're going to Texas. And um, our mate's uncle lives in Texas. So we're just going to stay with him. I'm like, but what? Like, how do you yeah. just, they just go everywhere. They just meet people. They're just like, oh, these are our new friends, like Barbara and Alan. Like, we just met in the pool. <laughs> we're best mates now. We're going out tonight. I'm like, okay. Like, right, cool. <laughs> it's hanging in it when they've got a better life than you and just, like, better social life and you're just like oh wow yes my grandparents are literally just like the goals like yeah their life is like 10 times better than mine they're just absolute living the dream they just like everywhere they go they just have mates in france i would always have to just be expected just they'd have like a party and just invite all the bloody like french neighbors around and all like these random french people and i just have to chat to them i was like i'm just gonna learn to be french 
because I'm scared oh, to chat to his beats. Like, it was just, it's just, yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that though. Social vibes. I don't know. It's, do you know what it is? It's funny that the the grandparent thing because like I say I, I was lucky. I, I knew three out of mine, and there's only my grand left now. But it's like they they play a massive part in I think you obviously your life and your journey. But I think the creative side, like my grand's dead supportive because. She's like, go for it. No one, no one else has done it. Do you know what I mean? She's like a big, you know. And also, I think that generation, they're just, they're double R that generation. Do you know what I mean? They lived through shit, didn't they? So they're just kind of like, just go for yeah. it. Just have it. Just like, you know, go for it and see what you can do. And it's, um, it's not, obviously, you're close to your family as well, which I think is uh, similar to me. It's like, it's, it's really important that, isn't it? You're obviously doing what you're doing. It's like, there are, there are big, what did they say when you said like, "Oh, I'm going to be a comedian"? Were they kind of like, "Oh, sweet, yeah," because obviously your brother's like, in it? Yeah, of course you are. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, because well, my brother wasn't really because he, was, he wasn't doing stand up, but he, yeah, he was doing obviously a lot of like creative stuff and comedy, and he mm. was doing battle rap for a really long time. That's like his who is who is your brother then? Who's who's your brother? Marlo. I don't know if they're Marlo. Marlo and Shuffle T. That's oh no way is that your brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Shuffle T is the guy who saw me bomb at my second gig. Oh no way. Friend. And I was like, Adam, well, that's his real name, was he? And I was like, Adam, no, don't do it. But like, yeah, so yeah, so that's my brother's best mate. Um, no way. No way. That's good. I get it though now. I, I, yeah. it, it, was it hard for you then to kind of. The shadow was really... Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, I, I had it with my brother with sport because he was just good at everything and he was my big brother. And then yeah. kind of did. I did the acting thing and it was like, oh, you're. In, Instead of I was, oh, your Gareth's brother, it was then became mm. like, oh, your Jack's brother. And he said it to me once. He was like, right, that's never happened to me before. And it was a bit oh. like a shift. And it was a bit like, oh, shit. But it was like, he's, he's dead, like, supportive and proud of me, you know, just being like, yeah, man, yeah, like, do you, you know, he's very supportive, my brother. And he's always like, I couldn't do that. It's like, I'm still waiting for that day. I'm yeah. waiting for the switch to when he becomes Tegan's brother and I'm not just Theo's sister. It's but happening after this, mate. What's what happened? <laughs> I don't know. No, it's like it's not like that's not bad because like it's a, it's not a competition. No, it's, it's not. I know what you mean. It's yeah, it's, like yeah. He was always like the funny one, and it was always like he was doing this, and it was a bit like I don't know. I, d- I didn't want to seem like I was copying him, which sounds really dumb. But I was just no, like, no, oh, no, I'm just trying to be like Theo. Um, yeah. But I didn't do stand up, so I was like, okay, well, this is like a thing that you know he can like that. That can be my thing. Um, yeah, yeah. Then with this sitcom thing, like now he's writing a sitcom as well. I'm like, of course you are. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. he was like, oh, I'm doing a table read and you can have, you can like read one of the parts if you want. So I'm like, that's nice. Like we're, obviously he's still in, he's in London. So like we're not like, it's annoying because we're not like near each other now. But like, I feel mm. like if we were at the same time, then like if we were in the same like place right now, it would be good because we could actually like meet up and obviously if it wasn't COVID, we could like mm. meet up. And I feel like we'd be doing a lot of like stuff together, which is nice, mm. but. He's just always, he's always busy. I mean, he's always doing things. I'm like, oh god. That's it, man. I'm shooting so much Emma Collins. I'm sorry, and I'm like, oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the thing. That's the that's the you know that's the game. It's you you've constantly got to be, you know. I'm always doing different things, and I'm sure it'll be the same for you. Now it's like if you get to a point where you just like you're constantly creating stuff, whether it's like I, I shot a documentary three years ago. I'm, I'm still edit, editing it now. But that's because. <laughs> The, the pandemics have given me the chance to go, oh, I've got time to do my own personal projects here, instead of doing other people's yeah. stuff. Or, and I'm sure, like, it's one of those, though, with you, I, I get it, though, with the with the, the sibling thing. It is, it's not, um, it's not a, riv- a rivalry. It's just 
I look at it as a positive thing when you've got, and especially the fact that he's, he's in the industry, even though it's a different mm. kind of form of it, you can you can live and learn off each other and support each other. And I'm sure there's a lot of things that he's he's gone through or you'll go through. And it's you can, again, just bounce ideas off each other a lot of the time. Like, say, like the table read, I'm sure there's something where he'll be like, he'll, he'll ring you up and just go, oh, is this it? And then you can just, you're honest and there's not that bullshit. You I can just know, say, just, that's good, that's shit. That, I you feel like we're this. still not and I feel like it's it's getting like that now but I feel like for so long I've just always been under the impression like I'm like well he's doing his thing he's like way more important than me and I'm just like his little sister who's just like doddling along trying to do things but then I'm like actually no I'm sure he doesn't feel that way because like he no. like he'll like share my stuff like when that meme went by when he shared it, it was like oh my little sister's tweet like he's doing numbers and mm. all this stuff and like and like he shared when I started my I started a YouTube channel and he was like sharing it and stuff I'm like I'm you know with this table read like, okay maybe he does actually like care but I think before I was always kind of like living like in a shadow and it was always like I don't know but I feel like now he's just kind of trust something like actually no I need to just own it and be like no I'm doing this now so like I'm yeah well it's like well there you go perfect is I didn't I've not gone oh you're you're his sister so that's what I'm gonna get I don't even know and now it's like oh what a great what a cool thing but also it's like yeah but it's and I get get it because I I know your brother stuff from the battle rap thing do you know what I mean I when they came in, it was a big thing. You know, a lot of people hated them because they were like, oh, they're not rappers. Yeah. They're not, you know. They're you know, like comedians, yeah. Yeah, and they came in with, with a different angle. And it was, it's, you know, that again, like anything comedy-wise or anything that you do creatively when you, you know, you're an artist. And I keep trying to tell people, and I, have to, I think I feel like I have to say it for myself a lot of the time because even I feel like a fraud when I say it sometimes. It's like, if you don't believe it yourself and you don't believe in yourself and, and say, well, no, this is exactly, this is what I do. You, mm. you're not going to do it and it's it, it's just taking yourself seriously it happened you know it's growing up is obviously so you, you're not living in a you know in a thing where it's very difficult at the moment because you actually cannot do stand-up unless you you know yeah, you're over a computer happy. screen and whatever but it's I, th- I think it you I, honestly I think you, you're onto something and you just got you've just you, you're constantly going to have those battles with me and my mate were chatting yesterday about it and he's a bit further ahead of me as in age, but as an actor as well, like he's doing things which I could only dream of, but it's such a positive thing. And I'm sure it's the same with your brother where you can go, well, that's a pathway and and they've done it and I know them. And it's Mm. like, well, I can do that as well. And it's not like the, it's just, it's seeing the way it's done. And and again, it just doesn't happen overnight. You've just got to put the the graft in. It's not, there's no magic spell or like, oh, well, if I do this, this, this and that, everyone's journey is different everyone's it's just so hard when you physically can't even start or like continue on that journey because mm. of covid and you're like yeah. i can't even, i want to do the graph but i can't even do it like yeah man so well, you've, yeah you've been, definitely... what's good is you've you've like say did the course with the, with the writing and you've working on your craft in that way that's only going to help you as a as a comedian like 100 percent. it's but again if it, it, it's very difficult like you say when you actually can't do the thing that you want to do it's mad it's well, it's yeah, never that's happened, when, like, That's when the imposter syndrome keep, creeps in, doesn't it? Because mm. you're like, oh, like, what actually? Yeah. Especially now, because obviously, like, I'm back at work now. And I'm, like, spending every day just, like, working. Like, I'm, like, mm. my normal, like, day job. And I'm just, like, because I can't do the comedy as well. Like, is this just all that I am now? Is this just, like, who mm. I am? Like, I'm just somebody, mm. like, ended up working this job. Mm. Like, this random, which is, like, it's a, it's a good job. It's fine. But I'm just, like, it's not. And I'm not like chasing that pad, I'm not like 100 percent dedicating all my time to it. So like, can yeah. I even call myself a comedian? Like, it's just, yeah, it's very weird. But it, it, it's very, it's very difficult. And like, you, you constantly, we have talked about this on the on the podcast a few times about imposter syndrome, and it's, uh, 
it happens and I think it happens to most it happens to everyone like I've had people who are not in the industries when I posted something once and a lot of people especially like my mates you you know when you don't think they're the ones who'd, who'd message you and then they're the ones like yo I can't believe you said that like I feel the same and but I think as a creative okay. you definitely do because you're constantly second guessing yourself it must be double harder for you because you're like is this actually funny or am I just in my own edit where I'm just like but I, again it's the same with me when I'm doing the doc whether it's the stuff I'm creating it's like I've been working on comedy comedy characters for, for years and I've I've still never done them and put it out because Do it. it's it's being judged, isn't it? It's it's just yeah. that thing. And even though it's I, I actually don't care. And as I get older, I realise like actually when I do let go and put it in the world, it normally gets a good response. But you are like I say, you always have that in your own head, don't you? Where you're like, oh, actually, yeah. is it? Is and it, you're just worrying about like how like. I guess, I guess with all this happening and like time passing, and so, I think I'm just upset. Like the thing that I'm obsessed with doing at the moment is like Googling other like women that I look up to or like mm. women who are like in a position that I want to be in in a few years. And yeah. I'm, I'm sort of looking, I'm like seeing how old they are, which is really bad. I'm like, oh, how old was she when she did this? And trying to do the maths and be like, well, what's she doing when she was my age? Because that's what I should be doing now. It's oh, so yeah, bad. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so honest, yeah. like, it's so bad. Or, like, well, not just women, like just anyone I look up to and like, yeah, so I'm just obsessed with like learning about their journey and their life story and being like, how did they get there and like what and like how fast did they do it? And, which is yeah, which is so stupid because everyone's journey is different. But I, st- I know that, and I still can't help comparing myself and being like, how do I be like them? And like, am I on the same path as them? It's so it's, bad. it's so difficult. It's so difficult because you like you say, and I think as well like you, you're not dafty. Do you know what I mean? You're a smart girl. You switched on. You 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 know it, but it's like you do it anyway, don't you? And you just yeah. again, I think it's. It is important to to look at other people's journeys and and take the good, the bad, and the ugly from it. And like you say, but I th- yeah, I think the the age thing is always a tough one. And again, I think it's it's that thing again where you're like, God, oh, well, I'm doing that. And they'd... my mate said it to me the other day. Actually, he, he left me a lovely voice note, and it was like he just said, "Mate, like keep doing what you're doing. Like dead proud." He said, "And think about it, mate. Like how many actors who like smashed it, but they didn't smash it till they were older." And you think like fuck yeah and it's mad like he's not in the industry at all mm. like he's just a good friend funny enough he's a southern lad as well and it's like we always we have the fucking best banter he gives me shit all the time it's great and it's like it's so nice to hear that from someone when you think oh yeah i am doing the right thing i am on the right track i am on the right it's so path. true like, there's so many comedians now i'm like i don't remember what you were doing when you're like obviously because i probably was alive but i'm like do you know what I mean like it's like joe brand i'm like i don't ever remember you being like and I never see clips of you when you were like twenty doing stand up. Like I feel like you're yeah. coming into your own now, like when you were like in middle age. Yeah, I think yeah, that's yeah. More like that's maybe that's your peak. And like I actually mm. think for like a lot of like old women, I think a lot of older women are actually fucking hilarious. And they're like, mm. so I, I I'm hoping that like when I'm like in my forties, I'll be like even funnier. I'll be like, yeah, that's jokes. I, I feel like that's I'm like, I'll be so much funnier when I'm older. I'm like I'm not, like, I'm still like a baby. <laughs> I'm like, that's it. I think a lot of the time it's you know it's life it's living life experience. and experience and stuff yeah. like like i'm i'm 31 but i'm probably a little bit older because i always hung around with my, my brother and his mates mm. probably did the things probably before i definitely should, you know i used to go out before you know you could get away with it back in the day you just go get walk <laughs> yeah. into a club with me brother's idea and the, all the dormant knew who you were but it was just like yeah whatever mate did things well, a lot so sooner than i probably should have <laughs> but that's it it's 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 having that time and that perspective to just take a step back and just remember, like, be present. Just think, oh, this is what's meant to be and what's happening at the moment, and this is what I've got to do. This is what I've got to learn. I think when you, 
you tap into that and you kind of realise, well, this is what I should be doing now. And obviously, yeah. like you said before about having that, I think everyone during this had a bit of a bloody breakdown or whatever. Like I did it. <laughs> At one point, I was just like, what am I doing with my life? Like, what is, you know, again, it's the whole, you're going to get a real job. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. And then you just realise like, oh, actually, I've, I've been more productive over probably the past six months than I've probably ever been. And I'm, I'm so much more determined now. But it's because yeah, I'm taking myself serious. Yeah, because you're like, you're like, when this is over, you're going to look back and be like, oh my God, I remember how you felt when you were in lockdown and you couldn't do anything. Mm. Like, I'm going to look back on this all the time now and be like, Tegan, remember those days when you couldn't go out and yeah. you were like desperate? Like, now, now you can, so just fucking do it. <laughs> like, oh, my, my mate creased me up like, the other day. She goes, uh, because they're like booking for like a festival that's happening or something, whatever. And she's like, I can't wait to just queue up in the toilet for three hours. Like I'm not even asked to like be with a load of sweaty people. I was laughing when she said it. It was so funny. I don't think I'm at that stage yet, but I feel like. I'll take it. I'll, I'll, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'm not going to moan. Not not going to complain. Like if I'm stuck in a, you know, stuck in something, in a situation like that. But um, yeah, man, it's set. So, what, so is that the thing, the first kind of thing that happens when lockdown kind of is over? Is it stand up? That's what's happening. You're going to go. Yeah, I think that's just because that's the most like immediately like doable thing. Um, mm. I've only got two gigs booked for there in July and August. So nice. Whereabouts are that? One of them. One of them's in Hull. And I didn't know. Oh, yes. <laughs> no idea. I had no idea how far away Hull is. Oh, it's <laughs> like, my, yeah, it's, it's a mutual. It's proper. fucking hard. Like basically, so the guy who's like booking the night, um, Jack Gledo, he's starting his own night in Hull. He, um, he, so I, so I met him like, well, he we performed at the same gig in Manchester, that one, the Wind Tunnel. He yeah. was like the open of that, and I was like, okay, like he's performed in Manchester and he's from Hull, so it can't, it, like, it must be doable. Yeah. Then I was like, oh my god, he must have, like slept here for like two hours for that gig. <laughs> but like, so I'm, I'm so now, I'm now I like I think one of the reasons I booked this gig was because I was like, oh, I can drive. I can I can give lifts to Manchester. And he was like, oh, well, the headline act that night is from Manchester, so you guys can, you can't drive it. So now I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to drive this man <laughs> to Hull for like two and a half hours, which I'm sure going to be fine. I'll have a great time. But I'm like, that's yeah. such a long way. I have no you idea. Know, do you know what you know what we were saying before about the documentary thing? I think that would be hilarious, you know, filming that. Like, people just presume, like, oh, you just turn up at that gig and whatever, and it's like, whatever. It's like, yeah, but you spent your whole day or, like, half your day Getting there, there, driving to whatever it's like. People don't you say don't that into consideration. Yeah, and, and then you're yeah, like, you're on for five, ten minutes. You know, <laughs> it's mad. It's, um, yeah, I mean, it'll be an experience. So, they, 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 do you know <laughs> what? They're the, they're the gigs that you remember. I always remember like the the mad, like don't get me wrong, done some very very good jobs and like you remember them, of course you do. But I always remember the shit, the shit jobs the and, the, and the randomest thing, or like when I'm freezing cold and it's been like you're just looking at yourself and thinking like. What am I doing here? Because the, oh the money's God, great, right. but it's not even about the more the money's shit, whatever. You're just thinking <laughs> people are just people just think you're crazy. People just think you're absolutely nuts. Like, but again, Honestly, I feel I, like I have the best story about a fucking mental gig. Okay, what? like everyone, who, I feel like a lot of it's become like a folklore gig. This gig in Brutal, right? Which is like in the suburbs of Liverpool. For anyone yeah, yeah. Where Brutal is. Yeah, oh yeah. my god! So <laughs> I was like, so I got booked for this gig in Brutal, and I was like, right. Okay, it's, I was like, it's Liverpool, you know, it's not that far from Manchester. I was like, we'll go and make a day of it, it'll be cute. Yeah. Went to, to fucking Liverpool, had a little day out, went to this gig and boot. Oh my God. I was like, what have I was like, I stepped into the twilight zone. Okay. We <laughs> parked up the car, get out. There's a toddler just chilling in the main road, just in the middle of the road. 
like just twirling around. I'm like, where are your parents? Like this is like outside, it's like outside the pub where I'm performing, which is like this proper like community dive pub. It's like dirt, right? Yeah. And like I'm like, fair play to you because whatever you're doing, like whatever. But I was like, this is what is this? So this child was just like spinning around in the street, and I was like, we need to get this girl help first of all. Like I was like, I'm just turned up to perform now. I'm fucking the NSPCC, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, eventually, I was like, and also this road, right? So there's like a bridge coming up to it. I was like, a car could come over that bridge, just hit this child, and she yeah. like we wouldn't even see it coming. So we were like getting this kid out the road, and like I think, and then we eventually realised there were all these kids playing like in on some state, and we were like, okay, she's also just escaped, and like yeah. no one's watching these children. But anyway, she like fuck, she went back to her like other kids, and we're like fine. So that happened. Went into the, we like saved this child. Then went into the gig. And the gig was it was during COVID, so it's outdoors. It's in the beer garden, right? The stage was half a caravan that had been like it was almost like a caravan, but like ripped open, yeah. and that was just the stage. And there was no lights or anything. So I think it got dark. And we were just performing in the pitch black. The only light source was this pile of bins that were on fire. <laughs> that was it. Oh like in the God. middle, we were like, okay. And it was Ozzy's rough ass fucking pub. And at the back of the beer garden was like, this, like a public path that like these women were just walking their dogs with like their rollers in and their pajamas, just like chilling with their like Yorkshire Terriers, just like walking down. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then the, the like the main guy who was like running it, he was so lovely, he was such a nice guy, Adam Hughes. He runs these like hilarious gigs. In Liverpool, and he um he was like making sure we all looked after. He's like, I'll get you some drinks, get you drinks, blah blah. The crowd was like crazy. There was this guy, his best mate was in the crowd. His best mate was fucked off his face, and he was going around to everyone, being like, I'm gonna marry my missus. I'm gonna propose to her. He was hitting on my boyfriend was next to me. He was hitting on me. He was like, Oh, you're a sore. I was like, Well, okay. And I was, he was honestly mental. And then as he walked off, and the owner came up. And the the um guy running the gig adam came up to us and he's like i'm really sorry about my mate like like he's he's actually a nonce and we were like with what and he was like yeah like he's uh he's not he's, he's not done time or anything but like he is on the register <laughs> like okay so it's like guy that he was derailing the show he was like screaming at all the acts we were on this fucking caravan it was just honestly like i'm honestly like worst case scenario it. everything i've never known anything like it I, but i was like i will never forget this gig because it was just yeah. hilarious what was your set like was it all right it was fu- I was on right at the end. So at this point, the crowd are all fucked. They're yeah. all like, the, the the mental mate of his is like screaming at everyone and just derailing the complete set. I'm pissed because I've had like three glasses of Chardonnay yeah. in the run up. Because I'm like, so you can do in it. Just think I'm getting pissed here. It's like I've got. I know. Really I was, I, obviously, because he's kept bringing me drinks because they were free, and he was like, "Oh, I'm really sorry about my friend who's a paedophile." <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" So I was like, smashed. Well, by the time I got on stage, and I was just like, everyone's gonna hate me because I'm a southerner. First of all, yeah. I was like, oh my God, these like proper like working class Liverpool pub goers. They're here to get entertained. And I'm just here from the home counties. Like, it was, yeah. oh, I was just so bad. And I was, and I was trying new stuff and it was just fucking awful. Like half people weren't even listening to me. They were just like on their little benches, just like looking at their, it was honestly, I, I just did it as quickly as possible. And then just like fucked off again. It was just, but it, I was like, I didn't care because this whole night has been so funny. Yeah, <laughs> just had like, such a good time. That's it. You, like you say, though, and that, that's the thing when you're like, you know, the days when you you think, oh, give up or shouldn't I just shouldn't be doing this. You you think of those days or, and you think of that that particular moment, and you're just like, fucking hell, if I can do that, I can I can do it. Yeah. And also, it's part it's part of the journey. It's if you if you just go in and just, just like say start doing the Apollo and all, all stuff like that, you you're never going to experience that. So you're gonna you're gonna hit rock bottom. Whereas You've already been, you've been at fucking rock bottom when you perform there. Do you know what I mean? So it's like 
the only way is up type of thing. The only way is up. That is the way to Honestly, it. that's hilarious. <laughs> that. I feel like that is probably the best story that's been on the podcast. I need to like tune it and turn it into a set. I need to do a set. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, you definitely. Do you know what? That'd be a really good like, you know, like a reenactment thing, and or like if you did it over like a sketch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, there was so much like physicality to it as well, like because this fucking nonce and he came over and he's like shaking all of our hands, and he was like, "Let me add you on Facebook," and we were all like, "We don't have Facebook." Yeah, you just like add you on Facebook, and then we were all like, as soon as you walked over, all just like hand sanitizer, hand sanitizer. Yeah. One of those, isn't it? Where like certain people and there's characters, and you you're trying to be like you say, you try and be nice, and like, there's certain people you come across, and you're just like, mate, I'm yeah. It was fucking uh, funny. This guy, he was so strange. And then he, and then he started like, I don't, he must have found me on Facebook. There's someone else there, and he found me on Facebook. And then he kept leaving me like, weird like voice messages, and I was like, I don't know you. It honestly, it was, it was that's, something else. Do you know what? That's part. That's the part of like social media, like the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like the good bit, me and you connected. We've yeah. we've connected now. We've had a sick chat. Like we, we, do you know what I mean? We're mates now. Bloody hell! Love you it. get the most random. I get the most random messages off people, and mm-hmm. sometimes I get messages of my mates who are like pretty famous or like very good at what they do, and they'll message me like I'm their fucking PA or like you know like I'm gonna message them and be like, oh, can you just let Bingy know that? I'm, and you, that's the that's the side <laughs> of social media where I'm like, I fucking hate it. And this is like technology in general. I kind of. I'm a bit of an old soul, me. I wish we could still fucking write letters to each other and just do it that no. way. But then, but then this, it's like I love it, and I'm, you know, again, it gives, it gives us a chance to have a platform and and share our content and, like I say, just be be daft and silly and put something on, and then you think, all right, wicked. I've just done that, like with your sketch. You did it in 20, 30 minutes, and sometimes they're the, but like I say, they're the best ones when it's an an instant thing. You just yeah, think, it's just dumb shit. Yeah, just daft. <laughs> Just absolutely silly, but um, it's uh, it's been lovely. I don't, I don't want to keep you all day because it's Saturday, and I know you, especially if you're working, you probably this is your, this is your, <laughs> your day off, isn't it? But um, thank yeah, thanks so much for doing it. And like I say, oh, when when it. when you when you're performing, let me know, and I'll be there, and I'll um, yeah, I'll bring some what they, what do you, what they call bringers. Bringers, yeah, I'll bring some bringers and that. Will, uh, we'll do it. And, and at one point, I promise I will, because I've said it on air now, and you, you've held, held me to it. I, I will. I'll do like five minutes or something, and, and yes. hopefully it'll go well. But if not, I'll. Uh, it's it not can't be. It, it can't be worse than that story in Beetle, can it? So. It yeah, it won't be any worse than Beetle. You'll be fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, thanks so much. And so, where can anyone get you from? So on Instagram, what's your uh, my Instagram is just tegan.marlow. Nice yeah. and, and then my Twitter is teganmarlow underscore. Wicked. And then you said you had a YouTube channel as well, yeah? Yeah, um, so that's just, I think if you just search Tegan Marlow, do you know what? It's really embarrassing. There's a really old, there's an old YouTube channel, which I can't get in and delete because it's like a legacy oh. account. And there's a whole like network of like web of how to get into it. And I can't get into it to access it to delete it. But like, it's so embarrassing. But anyway, there's, <laughs> there's one that's like more up to date, which just should, should, if you Google, if you search like Tegan Marlow comedy on YouTube, Wicked. like it'll come up. Thank you so much for doing this and yeah, good luck with everything. Stay sane and yeah, keep up the writing and stuff. I can't wait to see you perform. Likewise. Thanks for having me. No worries. Pleasure. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. I need to stop this now. How good was that? That was sick. Um, Oh, I'm buzzing with that. I'm absolutely buzzing. I'm probably, I'm going to release this on video. Um, I'm definitely going to have to sort this set up behind me though. It's, um, yeah, I'll figure something out.
I need to speak to my my boy Charlene Pete, get some green screen action and try and do something. But yeah, considering this is the first video, uh, I think it went down pretty well. But yeah, hope everyone's safe and sound. Hope you enjoyed that. Go please check out Tegan's stuff. Um and yeah, give us some give us some love and some support. And yeah, looking forward to seeing her live. And yeah, look after yourselves, go and get some fresh air if you can. Highly recommend that. And yeah, keep shining and smiling, everyone. Peace. Shout out to Big Dick. <laughs>